All right, all right, all right. What's going on, everyone? That's a rocking intro right there. Thanks to our man, Solmia, your brother, mm-hmm. Dimitro Nebish, finally getting some recorded, written music. Yeah. Not just, you know, stuff that we have to not play 30 seconds of. And... Yeah, and not just us putting our phone up to the That's microphone right. for. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Actual audio edited. We're moving up in the world now. Mm-hmm. Sorry. This is another episode of the Rypod. This is Solomia. Say hello. Hi, everybody. Back in the closet. Just us two today. And Marshmallow, of course. Just sleep. What? It, we're in a closet. It's full disclosure. This is a full disclosure podcast. We don't have a professional sound booth. We go to closet. <laughs> it's a walk-in closet. But it's still a closet, and it gives the best. You can't. You don't have outdoor sounds. Okay. I know. It's just I don't funny know why every time judging. you say it. So much going on in the world of sports. Uh, NFL playoffs. This weekend, tomorrow night, we're recording this on a Friday, so mm-hmm. they start tomorrow during the day. And yeah, uh, just gonna and the national championship for college football is on so Monday much. night, so we have a lot to discuss. It is a jam-packed weekend for sports. It's the best few weeks of sports, I think, because you got the NBA is back, hockey starts next week, baseball starting in a month, the, the spring training will start in a couple months, mm-hmm. and NFL still going on. Just everything. I'm less excited for now. Well, it's. We won't talk about Lind- the Lindor tree. This this isn't the moment for that. This is mm-hmm. not your moment for that. It's not. So, uh, do we want to start off by saying both of our teams made it into the playoffs? I know. So, Miracle. So, let's go between us two. Which one do you think was the more surprising? The Washington football team at 7-9, and nine, winning the division, or the Cleveland Browns going 11-5 and five and being a wild card? Wait, surprising isn't surprising from the beginning of the season? Yeah, sure. Like expectations, yeah. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Hmm. And the reason why is because we kind of all expected the NFC East not to be great. We didn't expect them to be this terrible. I don't yeah, I don't think I expected a 7 and 9 winner but, in August. Yeah. I wouldn't have ex- I I didn't expect them to be amazing though either. Hmm. I was thinking it was going to be an easier division. And knowing that the AFC North was going to be a pretty difficult division, I was not expecting the Browns to necessarily be a playoff contender. I think the Browns had an easy schedule. Easier schedule, like that they could pick up some wins because the Browns have had easy schedules in the past and they've lost those games. Mm -hmm. So it's important that they picked up those wins. I'll say Washington because you had a coach that's fighting cancer you got a quarterback that stunk it up that you thought was going to be the first, you know, the franchise pick. The but franchise. you didn't know that at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I know. And you had no idea that we he gotta was going to be and I gotta own And I got to own it. He was terrible. And I I thought he'd, he'd make a jump and a leap in leadership that didn't happen. He regressed. And Ron saw that before any of us did. And he benched him week four. We thought it was too early. Turns out it was the right call. Then you got Alex Smith back in there on one leg. Wait, wait. But this all happened during the season. Yes. And you're asking us asking me to pick, say, what was more surprising at the beginning of the season before any yes. of this occurred. It's surprising that all this happened to occur. But that's not saying that yes, you're... Yes, it is. Mm. That, this is. No, you're wrong. Whatever. It's surprising that a team that was... They don't have a name that they were able to make the playoffs. Okay, I don't care that's how... that's fine. You can say that. No, I can say But you can't say, say it was surprising that Alex Smith took him to the playoffs. Yes, it is. Because... He's on one leg and the team was two and seven. But at the beginning of the season, you didn't even know he was going to play. We didn't... Yeah, Exactly. That was a surprise. Okay. Fine. All right. Yes, I guess that is surprising. Yes, jeez. That's true. What is, you don't. You need to learn the definition of surprise. Let's look We've at already gone over the fact that it's been a rough day for me. 
Yeah, it has been a rough day, day. Okay. So hopefully this podcast. I worked yesterday from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. And it has thrown me all kinds of off. Well, let's hope this podcast gets us back on the right track. I really hope so, guys. And let's hope both of our teams don't totally flame out in the playoffs, which could very well easily happen. But yeah. also, well, yeah, at least stranger things to play. But stranger things have happened. So, so before uh, we let's we we get back to the good NFL stuff. Obviously, it's been a bad week for a few NFL coaches. They got the pink slips, or most likely just called by the owner and said, "You fired." <laughs> so, well, before before we got to this point. We had known that Detroit needed a head coach. Matt Patricia was fired after Thanksgiving. Atlanta needed a coach. Dan Quinn was fired after week five. And the Houston Texans needed a coach as Bill O'Brien was fired after week four. So since then, Adam Gase of the New York Jets was fired after two seasons and a 9-23 and record. Anthony Lynn was fired from the Los Angeles Chargers after this year. Even though they won four straight to end the year, it's kind of garbage. And the team was just totally ill-prepared every week. Mm-hmm. And that falls on the head coach. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars, while it was a miraculous tank to get the first overall pick in Trevor Lawrence, they have parted ways with head coach Doug Marone, who led them to an AFC Championship appearance in 2017, and it has just been downhill from there. I'm not sure they've won even 25% of their games since being in the AFC Championship and almost beating Tom Brady. So what a precipitous fall, and yeah, they're looking for a new head coach. So, Somia, what kind of game are we going to play today? We're going to play the coaching carousel game. I don't know how okay, carousels go. We do not go. have... We do not have carousel music. Demit, Demit that's your next job. Except we're only doing the coaching carousel once a year. So, so but still worth it. All It'll right. It'll be a fun exercise. So, mostly me. I'm going to be doing this, but Solomia is going to be reading the teams, I guess. Yep. And I will tell her who will be the new head coach of that team. So, I listed some candidates there. Um, and the one that I think will go to, I know Somi is making a weird face. I've got some weird names on there, but these are the people I think are going to end up where. So where, so start, start with the teams. You can go in any order you want. doesn't matter the order on the page okay. and just tell me, tell me the team and I'll tell you which head coach, which, which person's going to be the head coach. Houston. Houston. Okay. So I don't trust Houston worth a damn with anything. They uh, hired a new GM, Nick Casario, from the New England Patriots. And seems like no one really wanted that to happen on the team, specifically Deshaun Watson, who might request a trade, apparently, because the organization promised that he would be involved in the talks for head coach and GM, and he wasn't involved in any talks for the GM. And apparently, Deshaun said that he really wanted them to interview and hire Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs, but the Texans refused to interview him. Oh boy. So they're off to a good start. So this might be part meme, but part serious. I think Josh McDaniels could take this job. He's the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Everyone knows he flamed out as a head coach in Denver for two years. He was terrible. But the Houston Texans have not been good at making good decisions. And they are apparently trying to copy everything New England. So yeah. I would not be surprised if Josh McDaniels sees that opportunity as like, ooh, a young quarterback to groom. You know, there might be, I might be able to, you know, get some defensive players or something, but they're in a terrible cap and draft pick situation. But I think mostly for the memes, because I think it'd be hilarious and Deshaun Watson would get the hell out of there. Josh McDaniels will end up <laughs> as a Texans head coach. I really hope I'm wrong, but I also hope I'm right because the stories would be relentless. Um, I also think that uh, one name that you have on here that you did not place somewhere, um, I think Jason Garrett would have been pretty funny there. Jason Garrett, yeah. 
Yeah, I think Jason Garrett's going to get some looks. I don't think Houston... Houston would be funny because of the Texas connection. Yeah, that's, that's but, why. But, yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he'll go there. It would just be hilarious. Um, Detroit. Detroit. They fired Matt Patricia after two and a half years. He was terrible. It was a really weird quote they said when... I think it was this year he said, it's not easy to rebuild a team. Well, when you took... when. You took over. The team was 9-7 and seven the year before. Not exactly much to rebuild, and he burned it to the ground. So he was fired, yeah. along with GM Bob Quinn. So the Detroit Lions, Texans, have realized that you can't copy New England and it work. Bob Quinn, Matt Matricia both sucked at their jobs, so they're gone. Yeah. My pick for the Detroit Lions head coach is Brandon Staley. People are thinking, who's Brandon Staley? He's the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, who have probably... The best defense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. They're stacked on the D-line. They have good linebacker core. And their secondary, some of the best. Jalen Ramsey, Jordan Fuller, all those guys. He's coached them up real good. Maybe it's talent, but maybe it's... I mean, anyone that's coaching under or with Sean McVay, I think is a good coach. I think he trusts him. So I will go Brandon Staley. I think it's a good culture reset for the Detroit Lions. But my backup pick would probably be Robert Sol Robert Sala from San Francisco. I think it's going to be between those two for the Detroit job. Two defensive guys. Yes. That'll be interesting. I think, well, because I think, I do think they might move on from Matt Stafford. Mm. I think the contract and the injuries might just be too much. and Maybe Matt Stafford wants to go somewhere. He can win because Detroit's going to be rebuilding. I think a defensive, gritty guy. Yeah. I mean, they tried that with Patricia, but I think these guys come from better, not going to say better cultures because New England's a pretty good culture, but they'll be able to reset a culture in a good way. Not, they, they might overcorrect and go an offensive guy. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. I do wonder if um, Matt Patricia also kind of lost his job because um, now you're seeing that there are other coaches that did get put in similar situations where they didn't have a crappy team and they didn't. And look what Brian down. Flores is doing. Yeah, exactly. In Miami, you know. Oh, Brian Flores. Even Kevin Stefanski, his first year. Yeah. Uh, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. I think that's why he lost his job. It's not necessarily that he was it, that the much worse didn't, The players this year. didn't like him. The, the, yeah. No one liked him in that organization. So. Yeah. Um, New York Jets. New York Jets. Interesting team. Mostly because I like rooting for them to lose because everyone hates the Jets. Mm -hmm. But they have the number two overall pick. Probably you either take a quarterback or you go with Darnold and you trade the pick. I think there's only two options you can do. You either keep Darnold and trade the pick and get a bunch more picks, or you take Fields and deal Darnold. So the next head coach is probably going to want is probably going to have an idea of what he wants to do. With that said, I think they bring in an offensive minded guy. Mm -hmm. they, they tried that with Adam Gase, didn't work out. I think they go for a coordinator here, so I think Brian Dayball is the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. I know it's not going to look great to go in division. He's been bouncing around the AFC East for a long time. But I think Brian Dayball is going to get a shot to be a head coach with the Jets. And I don't know what he thinks of Darnold. I don't know what he thinks of the Justin Fields of it all. I mean, he's played against Darnold twice. Well, he hasn't really coached against him because he coaches the offense yeah. of the Bills. But he's, he's seen Sam Darnold play. Maybe he likes him. Maybe he likes Fields in the draft. But I think they go offensive guy Brian Dayball he's done wonders with Josh Allen maybe you could save Sam Darnold yeah the thing is I think if the Jets are looking to rebuild their team which they kind of have to do because they don't really have a lot of good players at all the smart thing to do is keep Darnold and trade the pick mm. so that you can get I agree free agents or picks later in the draft because you need more guys than just one you don't I, need one first rounder. 
if they had the number one pick, I wouldn't be saying that. I think you take yes, Trevor you Lawrence take Trevor and don't Lawrence. look back. Yeah. But Justin Fields, though, amazing. And it'd be a people dumb thing need to, to not. We're, we're going to get to this later when we pick the national championship yeah. game. But a lot of people are overreacting to one game that Justin Fields played, well, and they're ignoring a lot only, of what he's done. Not only that, but you picked a first round uh, quarterback with Darnold, and that did not solve your problems. If you're smart, you look at this and be like, "Oh, I think we need to get a lot players. of quarterback needy teams in this draft." Yeah, so. you are not a quarterback away. No, keep your quarterback now. He's, Maybe you can fix him. And also, him. you're not going to be able to trade him for very much right now. You know what the case study is with Sam Darnold right now? Hmm. Ryan Tannehill. Mm. He was bad under Adam Gase. Left. Look what he is now. It's true. He got to the AFC Championship yep. and was a top seven quarterback in the NFL this year. So I don't. So you have to see at least. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Darnold personally. I don't think he's very good. I think he's um he was overrated when he was drafted, but. I also think that he's not going to be worth much. Why would you He'd only be get worth a quarterback maybe, and trade him? I'd, I'd be surprised if a team trades more than a third-round pick for him. Exactly. So. And you're rebuilding. You need an actual good trade. Agree. Um, The Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers, the team that, out of these openings, is a team built to win right now. Great players on offense. Great players on defense. Justin Herbert is a star. Mm-hmm. I think this is the job. They are not the Jets. No, they are a decently, usually, well, they're kind of cheap, but they're generally a well-run organization at the top. Tom Telesco has done a great job as GM. I think this is the job that, if he wants it, that Eric Bieniemy takes, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. He's been sniffing around for a head coaching job. I think he gets this one. I think he walks into a good situation. Justin Herbert was balling last year. He stays in the division. He does probably doesn't want to stick it to the Chiefs, but he knows about the Chiefs. The Chargers want someone that knows. Because if you're in the if you're in the AFC West, what are you trying to do? Try to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And the Chargers play them twice a year, so I think Eric Bieniemy is a perfect landing spot, and maybe that's the difference in them to maybe make make some hay in the AFC West. Maybe make the playoffs. It kind of cracks me up. This has nothing to do with anything, but I why are we, thought why? you were saying Eric the enemy and no, I was like, why does enemy. he have such a weird last no, name? No, the enemy. That's not a last name. No. See, I told you it had nothing to do with anything. Um, why say it? Because it was funny. Next coach slash location. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, the dirty birds. You mm. finally made a change. Dan Quinn was fired after week five, along with Thomas Dimitrov. So you're all still looking for a GM. Good choice. Got to keep that in mind. But I'm not going to pick a GM hire because I don't know all the GM candidates. No. So That's hard I'll do. go with the head coaching candidates. And there's a couple here. Argue Sala, but maybe you don't want to go the defensive route. So I think Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans, is a good fit for Atlanta. And whether it's they have the fourth pick i think in the draft so whether they want to package some to move up to two to take fields if they want to go that route because i don't know if they want to keep matt ryan because he's old and kind of expensive he is old and matt ryan most likely does not want to be part of a rebuild and i think that's what atlanta needs to seriously contemplate well, doing the mats of matt quarterbacks are not doing yeah well. matt stafford matt ryan you know, it's not great so not i think arthur smith a good offensive mind get the Get the offense back on track, and maybe the defense can hone in a little bit with a guy he hires. I think Arthur Smith is a that's a good landing spot for him. And the team 
the team that everyone wants to know who will be the head coach mm-hmm. for. Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. To me, the most... It's tough between the Chargers and this job, but I think the Jags is probably the most intriguing head coaching opening because mm-hmm. they have a lot of cap space, a lot of draft picks, no state tax in Florida, and the number one overall pick. Although, you know it would be hilarious. Can I get through it? Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. You're interrupting my flow I'm sorry. Here. I just Do I have to start thought. over again? <sighs> they have a lot of picks. They have a lot of cap space. It's in Florida. It's um, no state tax. So why not get an old Florida Gator head coach? Old Buckeye head coach. Mm-hmm. I think this is the job that Urban Meyer returns to football and takes. I think he wants it. There are reports of him building a staff. And he's going to have some control when he gets there, and he'll have Trevor Lawrence, Mm -hmm. who he said at one point is the greatest college quarterback he's ever seen. So I think think that might be where Urban ends up. I'm not saying it's going to be a a home run, because we've seen Urban Meyer. Florida, when he got tough, he quit. Ohio State, when he got tough, he quit. Okay, Ohio State didn't get tough. It did. Come on, he was doing fine. They missed the playoff, he quit. That's That's all you need to know. Yeah, it got tough, the whole Zach Smith thing. Quit. Come on, dude man was sick, and that was proven. Well, he's only, he's not had a he long had tenure anywhere. He had to do chemo to get rid of his migraines. Well, who's to say the migraines won't come back and he'll have to quit in four years? Because he treated them. Okay, oh I'm just gosh. saying, it's not its not a home run. But I, I, have I think a, this is the I job. have an insane theory. If it's Jim Harbaugh, he just signed an extension today. Nope. Okay. It's not. Okay. Before my, anyone brings up Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. My insane theory has nothing to do with the coaching carousel, but does have to do with Urban Meyer. Okay, quickly. My theory is that Urban Meyer doesn't take Trevor and takes Justin Fields number one instead. He would be fired on the spot. He would be... <laughs> one, I would hope he says that in the interview process so Shad Khan could be like, okay, we're not hiring you. <laughs> and if he... I've told a bunch of people this. If Jacksonville takes Fields, it won't be with the first pick. True. Because but, they will if they if they want Fields, that's cool. Right. But they but better call the Jets trade. and call like the Falcons and be like, the one's available, the one's available. What are you gonna give us? Yeah. If they take Justin Fields This could be I, I, a I, very interesting draft. I, I guarantee you that if Jags take Justin Fields, it will not be with the number one pick. Do you want to bet on that? Yes. Really, you do. I, I agree on that. Oh, I, no, I said you want to bet. No, I agree. Sorry, I agree, I agree, I agree. Um, um, part two, bad day for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but also, you know, this sounds a little familiar. Granted, it was fictional. But uh, if, if anyone's watched oh, here the we go. amazing Not draft movie day. Draft Day, no. there was a quarterback. Bo Callahan. Everyone was excited. He had flowy hair, just like Trevor Lawrence. Oh, my God. Everyone wanted him, just like Trevor Lawrence. I think and who did they take? Not him. And Monte what did Mac, they no get instead? What. They figured out all their trading of t- picks and stuff, and a lot happened, and they won- the Browns at the time won the draft. I don't think the Browns will do this. But Jacksonville with Urban Meyer, who looks very much like Kevin Costner. <laughs> see, see, see. <laughs> the problem with this is they, they need to do a draft day two mm-hmm. where... 
that first season with all those players, the Browns went two and 14. So now they have the number one pick again. So clearly that draft didn't work. Well, we didn't do that. Okay. It doesn't we did matter. Dra- do you recall? Do you remember who we drafted? We Von- drafted Johnny Manziel. It did not go well. Not with the first over. We're not. Okay. This we're too far gone. We're too far gone. That is funny, but I don't think it's going to happen because I think Trevor Lawrence is actually, you know, a really good player. If it all ha- if that at all happens, what will you do? I will. Will you dance? I will around? eat a shoe. No, not something gross that I have to live with. Oh. What do you mean? Why would you live with me eating a shoe? Well, I don't want to be near someone okay, who ate fine. a shoe. I won't do anything. I will live my life like I normally do. Will you wear a Cowboys jersey? No. If I am right. No. No. UVA shirt. No, this is a stupid bet. We're not making this bet. Come on! This is not... You don't actually believe Anyone this. Anyone else wants Ryan to bet this with this, me. There's no... There's there's no actual bet. Please tell Ryan. Text him. We're moving on. His more... number is... No, you're not giving out my cell phone number. Most of the people that listen already know my cell phone number. They do. Go after him. No. All right, so... Next thing I wanted to do before we dive deep into the playoffs and stuff, I want to see... I'm kind of putting you on the spot because I have my teams here. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to do the most disappointing team of the NFL season and the most surprising team in a good... I guess it could be a bad way, but see, that would be just most disappointing. So surprising in a good way team and then disappointing in a bad way team. So you probably need some time to think about yeah. one of them. I'll start. We'll go one by one. Mm-hmm. I'll do the most disappointing team first and this might be an unpopular one but i think in terms of a team that i was like higher on than other people were and they disappointed me was the denver broncos i mean i thought drew Locke had showed promise the end of the 2019 season and he is just terrible (laughs) they went 5 and 11 had little no defense when their defense was clicking the offense couldn't move and then they had the whole covid situation where they had no quarterbacks and Denver was just a rough year. I know Von Miller got hurt at the beginning of the season, but that shouldn't have derailed you that much. I thought Denver was a fringe wildcard team, especially with seven playoff spots. That came nowhere close to happening. So I think the Denver Broncos are very disappointing for me this year. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Hmm. Um, I was torn between the 49ers and the Rams, honestly. The Rams I, made the playoffs. I know, but... The way they got there was kind of disgusting. How? For example, the fact that you lost the Jets was just unacceptable. That's not good. I know the Browns did too. Hey, wait, yeah, yeah, wait a second. But I agree. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> time out, time out, time out. So both teams missed the playoffs last year. They both are the sixth seed in their conference and both lost to the Jets. The Rams made it to the Super Bowl. We have never done that. All right. Immediate, like, total difference maker. Okay? No. Yes. I, no. So, but... I, I'm throwing out your... I can't believe you considered the Rams. I decided not to pick the Rams, and I picked the 49ers. Because the 49ers were in the Super Bowl last year, and everyone thought they are going to be great this year, and they were pretty much trash. Do you realize that literally, literally everyone was injured? Nick Bosa, That's week still two. disappointing. Solomon Thomas, week two. Jimmy G, Raheem Mostert. Kevin Coleman, are you, are you telling me that they all he, got hurt? Are you telling me that people getting hurt is not disappointing? It is disappointing that they can't condition better. Yeah, I guess. that's kind of shocking. They shouldn't have that many injuries. That's insane. It's a lot. So I am disappointed. That this reminds me of the something or other year of the University of Maryland Terps, where literally all of our quarterbacks. Oh right, were, you're on like your fifth string quarterback. What yeah. was his name? 
I don't Bortenschlager. Yes, Bortenschlager. That guy. We were on our fifth string quarterback. Yeah. And I was not disappointed in our uh, quarterbacks. I was disappointed in our coaches. Because how in the world do you go through... By the way, Bortenschlager ended up being hurt, too. Yeah, he got hurt in the Penn State How do you that. hurt five quarterbacks? Oh, it's the training. Hence, disappointing. All right. 49ers are most disappointing. So now, most surprising. I'm going to pick a team that did well, but did not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I will say the Miami Dolphins. They went 10-6. and six. They doubled their wins after last year when everyone thought they were the worst team maybe we've seen since the 2017 Cleveland Browns. And oh, well, that... They, they could wow, have been, depressing. but no, the 2017 Cleveland Browns were worse than the Miami Dolphins last year. Yeah, I know. Because you're bringing Dolphins that up made games. me sad. Yes. I love those zingers. Um, and in two years, Brian Flores has, they bought, they essentially bought a defense with a lot of the free agent signings and they won 10 games and they, they fell just short of the playoffs. But, um, I guess Ryan, I never thought I'd say that Ryan Fitzpatrick getting COVID would lead to the Dolphins missing the playoffs. I thought maybe Fitzpatrick playing would get them to miss the playoffs, and that clearly wasn't the case. They did the whole flipping thing, and maybe two is their guy, maybe not, but I think they're going to give it another run next year, and maybe they'll make some noise in the AFC. Um, I, I was thinking the same thing, but just for the sake of being different. Yeah. Um, I was going to choose either the Giants hmm. or... The 6-10 Giants that the are actually... whining about... Missing the playoffs at six and ten, but go ahead. Well, surprising because I really thought they were going to suck. Yeah, they did suck, and then um, <laughs> also didn't make the playoffs and didn't necessarily play very well. But the Bengals what? played way better than what? I thought they would have. Hell, wait, wait. They won four games. Stop wait, it. Wait, surprising because I didn't expect them to win any games after Burrow went out. So the fact that they won two out of, like, eight games impressed you? Was surprising. Man, you Let's to... remember what one of those games was. The Steelers. 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 That was shocking. I was also going to put the Washington football team on there. But we already talked about them. Yes. So I would have, I respect the Giants a lot more than saying the Bengals. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm picking the Giants. All right. But I was saying that I was also thinking about the Bengals. Bengals. Come God. on! We're, are you saying that it's not surprising that they... Yes. Managed it's not surprising win. that they won four games. Yes, that's what that's no, what no, I picked no. them to win at the beginning of the year. That they beat the Steelers without Joe Burrow? No, because I've seen the Steelers do this. They always go on the road against a team they're heavily favored in and lay an absolute egg. Uh, that, that loss did not shock me at all. Stop playing with Marshy. He's tired <laughs> he enough. Looks so I cute. know, he's funny. Ew. But we got to move on. We've got to... Dive deep into this college football playoff national okay, championship game on Monday night. Roast me it's on my It's going to be a big one. Alabama, the number one seed, taking on Ohio State, the number three seed. Everyone wrote off Ohio State. Oh, they only played six games. Oh, Clemson's going to wipe the floor with them. Well, they hung 49 okay. on Clemson. Okay, not everyone. A lot of people did. Not me. Me? me? No, me. I picked Ohio State last week. Well, that's fine. You're mm-hmm. one person out of millions. Hey. Alabama is an eight-point favorite. Uh, you got the Heisman Trophy winner in Devontae Smith. Follow Heisman finalist Mac Jones leading the Crimson Tide offense. Their defense has uh, Sertan, the corner, pretty good. Go up against Chris Olave. Garrett Wilson and the other Ohio State receivers in Ohio State. You got Justin Fields in his, pro- in his last game as a Buckeye, assuming he goes to the draft, because why would he not? 
And the defense, you know, they've got their uh, weaknesses, but uh, they hung, held Clemson in check. So Alabama and Ohio State, Solomia, who wins the national championship? I'm going to go and stick with my Buckeyes. Oh, Lord. You're I'm Buckeyes. Ohio State. When did they become your Buckeyes? You're a Terp fan. The Terps aren't very good at football. But so they're still I have, rival. I have basically adopted the entire Big Ten for football. What? Yeah. So if Penn State was in there, you'd root for Penn State? Hells yeah. Oh, God. I'm not Big rooting for Clemson. Big Ten over SEC always. Oh, God. Alabama. Makes your conference look better. Alabama is going to win. And it's going to be a high-scoring game. And maybe Bama pulls away. Uh, could be. I'm trying to think of a score. But I think Bama is just too much. They have what they play New Year's Day. So they've had 10 days to get ready for this one. I think Bama, their firepower is just too much. Uh, Ohio State, as good as their defense played against Clemson, they still gave up 28 points. So that means Bama's probably going to score in the mid-40s, 50s. I'll say 49-38. to 38. I'll say Alabama wins. So that means they cover the eight points. But kind of a bogus cover. I think there's a touchdown. I think Ohio State gets it to like 42-38. Mm-hmm. Like late, like with like four-ish minutes left in the game. And Bama like hits a big play and then it's just, there's nothing. So yeah, I think Bama wins. Cap off a great season of college football. Amazingly, we got through a season of college football. I mean, yeah. kind of. A lot of games were canceled. But yes. we got through the season. Also, we never mentioned, congratulations to the NFL for getting all 256 games in without yeah. any cancellations. That's incredible. Yes, although um, I wouldn't mind a postponement. No, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Why you don't deserve a postponement. We'll get to it. I deserve it. But first, I guess not first, I'm gonna, we're going to incorporate this into it. So, we're going to do my betting segment slash pick segment with everything. So, well, do you want to do like the bets first or then the picks bets first? first? Bets first. All right. And Demit has some good music for this. Here comes our You Betcha segment. All right, nice little jingle there. Pretty cool. So, the first game, Colts, Bills, Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, oh, 105, sorry, on CBS. The Bills are favored by six and a half. So it's about a touchdown. Oh, let's see here. Playing well on offense. The Colts are coming in. I don't think they're on a winning streak necessarily, but they can run the ball. Josh Allen has been pretty consistent. I will say the Bills will cover six and a half. I think they win by about seven or eight points. What do you think to that? Do you think the Bills are going to cover six and a half? Or do you think that the Colts are going to keep it closer and maybe pull this one out? Sure. I have nothing else to say. No, I asked you a question. Oh. (laughs) Okay, what was it? We're moving on. Rams, (laughs) Rams, Seahawks. <laughs> She's just going to tune out this whole one. Uh, the Seahawks are favored by three. Gets the Rams. Don't know if Jared Goff's going to play. I think he will. He's got the thumb injury, but I think he's going to play. It's the playoffs. Uh, they're playing the Seahawks for the second time in three weeks. But I think the Seahawks, I think they're going to cover the three points. Uh, I think it's they're going to win by more than a field goal. I think that Seattle's offense is going to be able to move the ball. Eventually in the second half on the Rams' defense, they'll get tired because the Rams will... For some reason, struggle on offense. Garrett, I hope your Jared Goff coin flip goes the right way for you, though. Always hope so. So, let me anything to add? No? Great. Let's move on. 
<laughs> Saturday night, the Buccaneers taking on the Washington football team. The line is eight. It's a big line, big line. That's why I'm going to take Washington football team to cover. I think they lose by about seven points. I think this could be a lower scoring game. I just think eight's a lot for a road team, and Brady has not been good on the road in the playoffs historically. And this defense can get after him. I mean, maybe you don't know. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think you also take the under. What's the over-under? It's in the 40s, I think. 43, 42 or something. 44 and a half. Okay. Yeah, definitely take the under in this one. I think maybe like a 24-17 final is something we're looking at. So, yeah. Uh, big numbers like that, especially for a home underdog. Love taking the home team with the points. So, I mean, nothing to add? Wait. Cool. Oh, you have something. I'm curious. Yes. So you said that Brady isn't very historically very good. On the road on in the, the playoffs. Road. But no. how many times has he really been on the road in the playoffs? Exactly. Exactly. He hasn't been on the road very much. Well, that doesn't mean anything. If he hasn't been on the road he very has, much, and then... he's like he's like only won like four of his last eight on the road or something. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Like he's, he, he struggled like, in Denver. He struggled like in two. Denver. He's played in Indies, lost. He's... Um, he played at the Chiefs and but barely won. Like it's it's tough for him to go on the road in the playoff games. Okay. So let's move to s- Sunday. The Ravens Titans are at one o'clock. Baltimore. Baltimore is a three point road favorite. Line surprised me a little bit. Like I I had the Ravens in my mind, but three points on the road. Eh, I'll still take them because I think they win by like four or five. But I mean, geez, that line surprised me a little bit. Did that shock you to learn that the Ravens would be a road favorite in this one? Yes, because I am not picking the Ravens. I know. We'll get to it. So, for me, even having them favored by that much, especially when they have not won a single playoff game with Lamar Jackson. He's under a lot of pressure. He's got to win. Yeah. I think at this point, you have to discuss... Ah, uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Picks. Bears, Saints, not very interesting. But again, this is a big line. It's 10 so I'd probably take the Bears to cover that. I mean, if the Saints win by nine, if they win 29-20, you know, you win money if you bet on the Bears. I think 10 points is a lot for a, a New Orleans team that's not going to score a lot because the Bears' defense is very good. So I'll give you the Bears plus the points in that one. 10's a lot, especially in the NFL. They say, I, I, I think the Saints will win. Uh, I'll take the Bears. And then the Browns-Steelers game. This line started at three and a half. Since the COVID news came up, it's up to six, and I'm still taking the Steelers to cover minus six. I think they blow the Browns out. Somebody's not very happy. I am angry. Yes, you're angry. So with that, that was the betting segment. So let's get into picks, even though I basically just revealed all of my picks for you. Let's start. Solmia didn't really make hers, so we'll no, do I like both. Um, Colts we have pick. a picks jingle. We do have a picks jingle. Let's hear that. Very cool. This is neat. It's neat <laughs> having little cues for everything. It I like is. this. All right. So Colts, Bills in Buffalo, their first home playoff game in at least 20 years. Yeah. Who do you like? Bills. How big? Big. Pretty big? Like Josh Allen? You like Big Boy Blue? Yeah. Yeah. Bills too. Yeah. I uh, think the Bills are the team most equipped to challenge Kansas City, so they better get to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So I'll take Buffalo. Rams at Seattle. Again, we don't know the quarterback news. Jared Goff is questionable, but I think he's going to play. Seahawks, three-point favorites at home. Russell Wilson's been good at home in the playoffs. But he's under some pressure, too. So who do you like in this one? Seahawks. You like the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. You like them. Yes. Why? 
I think they're a better team, and mm. I think that Russell Wilson is much, 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 much better than Jared Goff, Ooh, and much. that makes the game. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're two for two on the Seahawks and the Bills agreeing. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay at Washington, the team that you could argue Tampa did not want to face out of the NFC East. They have to go to win. I don't know what the weather's going to be like in Landover, but it's never good in January, and the field looks like crap, and the stadium's just sad, even though there's going to be no fans. Who wins, Tampa Bay or the Washington football team? I'm really sorry. Oh. I'm picking the Bucks. Boo. I don't want to pick the Bucks. Boo. But I'm picking them. Why? Give me a reason. Go in deep. You know what? James, I sent you that I picked the Bucks, and I would like what? that to remain as my official pick for Not our... James, Garrett. Garrett, sorry. Garrett. Garrett. Garrett, that I sent you my official picks to be... Oh, that's funny. To be Buck the Bucks, and I want to stick with that, but on this podcast, and for the sake Don't of do it. happiness and joy, no. I will pick... The no. Washington football team. She did not say that. She jinx, jinxer, reverse jinx. She doesn't like my team. I'll go Tampa to win a close one. That way I'm not disappointed. Good season, Washington football team. Alex Smith, love you, man, but you got to retire. You can't play anymore. All right. Oh. He can't. It's, 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 it's brutal watching him. You watched him last Sunday. He can't move. I know. Well, because he's broken. I, I told you he shouldn't have played. If he had, If he had not played, would we be playing tomorrow? No! Exactly. He would be resting his leg so he could play for you next year. Because can you get a quarterback in the draft? No. Maybe. We'll see. No. Sunday games. <laughs> Ravens-Titans. Excuse me. Uh, I'll take the Ravens, like I said a minute ago. I think they get their revenge on the Tennessee Titans for what they did to them in the playoff game last year. Salimia disagrees, so why don't you go on your little soliloquy here? I think we have a uh, Salimia hot take. Oh, we have a zinger for that, too. We do. Oh, that's mean. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> oh, what? Demit, why'd you do her like that? That's terrible. Uh, so. That's okay. That, I'm we'll going to climb though. up on my little soapbox. And clip, I'm clip, going. Clip, clip, clip. <laughs> that was me, not a sound effect. I personally think that the Ravens are going to lose again. Ouch. To the Titans. I also think that if the Ravens lose again, which is what I'm predicting to happen, then people need to seriously reconsider Lamar Jackson for this reason and this reason only. Why is it that this year the Browns, who really came in with zero expectations, oh boy, zero, and then nothing was good enough the entire time that they played, and they won games, and they got to 11-5, and they're like, they're not good enough, that's not, they don't prove it, they need to get in the playoffs. We got in the playoffs, and now they're like, well, they're not in the Super Bowl, I'm like, what? No! You can't keep raising the bar every time we do something good. Meanwhile, with the Ravens, every time they do something bad, the bar gets lowered. I have a question. Yes. How is this a hot take? Where are you going with this? I was expecting My a hot take is that I don't think the Ravens will necessarily keep Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yep. We're going to move right past that one. I'm, I'm not saying it might be this year. But I think in the future, you will see Lamar Jackson will no longer be with the Ravens. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, that, that deserves that that music. Roast me, boys. <laughs> be careful. 
Bears Actually, please Saint- don't. I'm I'm very Bears today. Saints quickly. Saints win this game has no juice at all. No. Time for another hot take. No, just no, 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 no. Don't play I'm, the music. Don't play it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm gonna go with the Saints. Not into Mitch Trubisky winning a playoff game, possibly no. saving his career. No? no, all right. Sunday night, the big one for you: Browns, Steelers. No head coach. No Joel Petonio. Maybe no. I don't know who else is out, but maybe another receiver. I think is out. We have not thrown. Kadero Hodge is out. Yeah, we have not thrown a single uh, football this no entire week. No practice this week. Nothing. At Pittsburgh, who you just played last week. My prediction with is their starters. that something crazy will happen where we will get the game postponed and then the Browns will win. Steelers will win. They will win going away. And the Browns might have another chance next year. Very sad. Very clap, clap. They tried. This is good for them. They got to the playoffs. They haven't done it in 18 years. It's good. They did good thing. What? Do you, oh, oh, you're the one who's complaining about the moving goalpost. I'm not saying that. I'm just sad that you pick the Steelers. They're going to win by I'm 10. fine. I'm still proud of my Browns, even if they lose. I'm sad at your pick. All right. Well, that's just... Well, well. let's hope we enjoy Wildcard Weekend as much as we can. Get to the games where we finally feature like the Chiefs and the Packers next week. Then the Conference Championships and then the Super Bowl in Tampa. It's going to be a wild few weeks, so enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend. Enjoy the College Football Playoff National Championship game. It's the best sports weekend of all. Good night, everybody. Peace out. We will catch you next week with our Wild Card Recap and picking all the divisional games and maybe more fun games. Catch you on the flippity flip. (laughs) 